0: Hello and welcome to the Holistic Fashionista speaker series. I'm Angel Quintana, the CEO and founder of HolisticFashionista.com, and I will be your host. What you're about to experience is a powerful interview series presented by some of my most prized and honorable Signature System clients. Over the past several years, I have been coaching holistic leaders in brand development, internet marketing, and Kismet clientele attraction so they may go on to help others heal, find their purpose, and thrive in business. My clients come to me with remarkable talent and determination to serve those whom desire a more purposeful existence on this planet. However, the magnitude of their gifts left them struggling to organize their genius into a brand that would capture the hearts of their audience. In a few short months, they developed their one-of-a-kind signature system, a step-by-step solution-based roadmap that represents their greatest strengths and solves an urgent problem in society. Today, I have the proud pleasure of introducing to you some of these extraordinary entrepreneurs and top-tier professionals who have been brought here to show you what is possible in your life and how to make your true purpose shine through. They will share with you their personal voyage to success and what they learned along the way. So grab a notepad and get ready to be inspired. To learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, please visit HolisticFashionista.com forward slash speaker dash series. It is my great honor to introduce to you Jane Morba. Today, Jane will be sharing
1: with us why your wild truth needs to be aligned to live a powerful, passionate life. But before we begin discussing this awesome topic, I'd like to take a moment to introduce my fabulous client and friend, Jane Morba. Wild and traditional transformational truth mentor, Jane Morva works with women and men to help them gain more intimacy and power in their lives. Jane utilizes grounded, earth-based practices to support her clients' ability to access insights to visualize and receive love, healthy relationships, and wealth in their life journey. She draws on her extensive background in shamanism, tantric, fine art, and emotional and physical self-care through massage, yoga, and goddess practices to bring her intuitive truth-building programs to individuals. Through coaching and photographic branding, she guides clients in moving blockages to bring about a higher vibrational energy. This work serves to enable clarity to begin truth-building. Her background includes 20 years of passionate visual storytelling through fine art photography. She has also documented nuptial celebrations in wild and intimate destinations, locales primarily on the West Coast, covered stories for newspapers and fine living magazines, and curated art exhibits that include projections on buildings and galleries. Welcome, Jane, to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. I'm so excited to have you here.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Angel. That was beautiful, and I am delighted to be here in the Holistic Fashionista Series and to share the concepts that I have to elevate women and men in their intimacy journey. You know, when I first met you online, Angel, when I saw you in LinkedIn, I knew I wanted to know you. I loved your message about helping women and business leaders to bring out their true creativity in their brands. And feeling as a very creative, juicy woman, I knew this would be a good match. So I think meeting you, first of all, was great. And leading from that, we had a few conversations, and it was, took a few months for me to think into a signature
1: system with you.
2: And that was such an extraordinary journey. And so here we are.
1: Love it. Well, first I've got to just, you know, compliment you on your ability to accurately describe what it is that you do. I know we're going to be digging into so much goodness tonight about all the expertise that you have with ancient teachings and different modalities that I'm sure none of us have even heard of. You have such an articulate and artistic way of describing yourself and even what it is that you do. It's so elegant. It's so beautiful. This idea of photographic branding and things like that that we're gonna be talking about tonight along with the shamanism and fine art. Just so much goodness here, such a creative topic, so much wisdom here. I'm just I'm excited about this call.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Thank you. I'm so excited to share.
1: Awesome. Well I will let's just dive right in. I wanna know about these ancient teachings that release blocks that help people fully get on with living this passionate life that you described?
2: Yes. You see, I have always been in the search of relationships that support me. I might have even focused so much on relationships I forgot to look within and look at myself. I always didn't have the relationship I wanted that I so craved. So it led me down a path to explore modalities that would help and anchor me into being more of a whole person, a holistic person. I come from a background of yoga teaching, training, and massage, so I'm aware of the energies, and I also learned Tantra teachings when I came back East. I photographed lots of weddings on the beautiful West Coast of California in these wild and elegant places, and I truly wasn't fully in love, even though I was working with a partner who I should have been in love with. So when I came back, I said, I am going to focus all the teachings I've had in my ancient modalities and make it real and meaningful for me. So many of the things start with the goddess archetypes. I've loved the goddess archetypes for years, and I pull goddess cards and I invoke them in my life and I create altars where these deities come alive for me. And if I need to pull on the energies of a goddess, she is there. Along with the goddess energies, I've studied shamanism with a feminine wisdom teachings many years ago and Native American medicine and offerings that I love to use as a grounding force and share that with people that we can use these energies even in the contemporary dating world. So one of these ideas is like, I am so aware that we feel we can do so many things wrong, that we attract the wrong partner. And I believe that we really have a right to have all our desires and our partnerships fulfilled. I feel the pain of not having a partner because I've been there. So first, I'd really like to get clear with clearing the space, using SAGE, which is a beautiful American tradition, and calling in the four directions. And the four directions is praying for those directions to have meaning in our lives. That's what the Lakota teachings were, to invoke the four directions, say the north, the east, the south, and the west. And place those as an offering to your environment to create more of what you want and release what you don't want. I like creating that space, and I think it's really important to ground ourselves in a world that's very mental and busy, and use this as a way of tapping into the relationship we want, ideally the partnership we want to bring in our lives, and that helps us ground the energy. I actually want to share another beautiful um, teaching. And you have, uh, can I share this with you? Absolutely, yes. please. <laughs> this is great. Recently when I was back east, I learned and trained with a shaman. She goes to Peru quite often and she uses these beautiful stones. And they're called chumpy Peruvian stones. And I'm so fortunate she actually lives in my community. And the way the stones work is that these old Peruvian women would carve out peaks of the Peruvian mountains in the stones. So each stone would represent 1 to 12 peaks. And intuitively, you learn muscle testing to choose the right stone for your question. And when you use the stones, you then have a certain format of questions that, you know, each stone would have a meaning. And the way the Peruvians, what they believe is that their thought process is we should not be eliminating anything about ourselves. Many times in our culture, we throw away part of ourselves. We don't want to own that, and we want to be perfect. And being perfect is not ideal to finding love relationships or intimacy. So the Peruvians feel as if we should own all those parts of ourselves. And there's a spectrum of, say, greed to love. But we need to balance and harmonize those energies. And you hold the stones and you balance the energies of, say, the water or the peaks, the energies of the earth into our bodies and It is an incredible experience that you can anchor and ground into, ah, I feel like I'm more whole. I can move from a place of feeling a wholeness, and with that energy of these stones, it really is very powerful. So between those and the sacred path cards and the goddess archetypes, it can be a whole mandala of anchoring ourselves. It could be a, a... bit of a process because you don't want to just jump into any reading you just want to really invite the questions invite them listen and be receptive like a very feminine energy allowing to receive because the more we receive intuitively the more we can give in our relationships mm. so i think it's really great to it's a modern way of using these ancient modalities in a very contemporary world where we're dating and having intimate relationships for men and women. I I never felt like I wanted to alienate men. I have a lot of men in my Facebook group, and they're very verbal and they're very communicative, and I love it. I think, see, there's a balance of the masculine and feminine. We both need healing in this way. Love it.
1: Okay, so... For the listeners out there who are looking, looking for love, there's obviously something going on. They're struggling in any way to really attract that ideal partner. First, it's really, are you saying that it's about removing and releasing these blocks? And you happen to use a bunch of amazing ancient teachings to be able to help release the blocks before we can get to attracting that person? Is that what you're saying? Yes, I, I believe so. We have to get clear
2: with what those blocks are, We sometimes move in our lives with these unconscious belief systems. We might say, I don't deserve that much love. Um, I will never find the one that really suits me. And these are belief systems that can hold us back. So first, I encourage a lot of journaling and releasing those statements that might not be serving us and that are not true. And that can be worked out with vision boards that can is awesome to work out with journaling and it's it's a bit of a purging and use the modalities the ancient modalities to pull that out even more, but it's important to lay that framework of releasing what we don't want with words and with images and since I come from a photographic background and Imagery is an important way I learn and see and be in the world, and I'm sure many people are like that too. They would probably connect with me because we can use imagery into creating what we want and letting go of what we don't want and then using the ancient modalities to transpire and receive what we do want. So it's a bit of a journey and it's a bit of a process. And I like working long-term with people because it's a deeper process and we can, you know, go go to a longer journey and it takes time to
1: make change, as you probably know. Absolutely. Well, the thing that's so cool about your signature system and what we've really come up with for your amazing brand is that you used to photograph weddings. You used to, you have these celebrations, and then here you are, knowing the feeling and having have attracted that into your own life, and with all this knowledge that you have, with all of these different modalities. I mean, just with the with the rocks and the four directions and yoga and tantra. I mean, I was blown away when we were having that conversation. I think it was on day one, and you. Ha- I mean, I think. I think you were the most, on my piece of paper, I had the most things written down as far as what was in your business DNA. It was mind-blowing how much knowledge you have about releasing blocks and using these other teachings to kind of replenish what it is that we might be lacking or feeling unfulfilled in these relationships. Oh,
2: that's so nice. I do believe I learned so much throughout the years. I'm a collector of information. I I like to know what the ancient systems have left for us to learn and to share that. So it's nice to have a framework. And this signature system held the container uh, to put it all together. And the container is a very important part in femininity cause, because it, it holds what we are. It holds the space. And even as a senseless lifestyle, spiritual coach, I like to invite those feminine energies to bring us closer to our truths and desires. You see, we don't, we're not an island, and we need relationships that support us. And in our culture, as women, we feel so independent, and we are. And we're so capable of many things, but we need to love ourselves. And and we don't have to wait to be perfect to receive love. And love will come in many times of our lives. We could be thinking we're all set and it's gone away and we need to be prepared to receive again. And it's challenging to find love because I've been there. I've been very alone at times. So I have that compassion for women being up late at night, looking at personal ads, and thinking, am I ever (laughs) going to find love again? (laughs) But in that place of darkness, I know we can reflect to attract the, the right love energies. We can invoke and place the powerful affirmations in attracting what we want through a feminine perspective and invite that femininity into our lives, such as flowers and sacred altars and deities. That's been used in pagan traditions for many years. So I like to use those goddesses archetypes and messages and the internal breathing chakra energies and the feminine and masculine because we're when we are softer more will be attracted to us it's a balancing act and then men love that by the way men love when you're in your feminine energy they love to be embraced in it so it's an important component to work on self-love and self-appreciation, even though we might not feel that. But it's part of the
1: process, so we need to make space for that. Okay. Yeah. So attra- okay. So mm-hmm. attracting love, first and foremost. So you talked about journaling. You talked about vision boards and using you know images. And now it's about the self-love. Is there any other? Um, you know, teachings that you use? I mean, it sounds like you have so many that you're using to help your clients attract the love, but am I missing any?
2: No, I I think you're right. There's other things as well, which is eye-gazing in the mirror, like very much looking at yourself and appreciating yourself through your eyes. Mm -hmm. That's nice to do, affirmations to leave uh, on your dresser. Say positive things like, I, Angel, or I, Jane, love myself today. I'm a creative person. All good is coming into my life today. And I feel beautiful today. Those type of things. And as well, I'm a big proponent of belly dance or moving to music in our space to activate our body in a feminine way. And I love movement. Just as it feels good to our own bodies and ecstatic mu- movement and a yin practice of yoga. So breath and Kundalini yoga, those are things that help activate self-love. But those are things each person needs to discover what works for them. hmm.
1: Mm. Yeah, those are great. Well, it's so funny. I mean, how many times are we, every morning when we wake up, we go to brush our teeth and we're looking in the mirror and, What is the first thing that we're thinking about ourselves? What are we appreciating ourselves without makeup or just, you know, just looking in the mirror? I mean, when's the last time any of us, I mean, probably not as often uh, as we should be as far as admiring and being happy in our own skin and thankful for this life.
2: Mm, That's beautiful. Exactly. At that point of brushing your teeth, create the ritual. That's the ritual, the ancient ritual of appreciating ourselves. Exactly. I love that. Love it.
1: So there's so much spirituality that, you know, it just exudes out of you. So I want to kind of really focus on that because it just seems that, you know, that is really a sacred space and really tapping into that is, you know, showing our femininity. But I want to find out, you know, why spirituality and sensuality are linked because I know you talk a lot about that in your signature program. Mm.
2: I love that part. Of the process and the energy system. And I do believe we all have a right to live a passionate, sexually ecstatic, fulfilling life. And we mm-hmm. might not completely understand this in our culture of sexuality being in our faces or feeling shame and doubt, but this is the portal to intimacy. And that led me to try to understand how I can make sexuality more spiritual. And that's when I would dive into Tantra books and go to workshops with Tantra and meet up with the community and just learn that Tantra is the way of life. And it's a mind-body connection that deepens oneself and allows a greater connection with ourself, which can allow a greater connection to our partner. And it loosens, like, loosens the unconscious and the habits so we can just be more free and full. And they say to be completely oneself and to be more self exploratory, it's a way Tantra can allow us to be more spiritual because it's about being in the moment. And we know being in the moment feels more spiritual. So Tantra is a way of creating more healing in a chaotic life and if you think about Rumi, Rumi is a great example of spirituality and sexuality in his poems you never know if he's really talking about a lover an erotic experience or just a love for the sky or the earth or the water or the rose petals and it has that such a connection so that's where I think if we get to a place where we honor our sexuality and make it more spiritual, it can be very healing. But don't get me wrong, I, I love the erotic nature of sexuality, that's just as fun, but it can all be blended together. And I believe we live in a life where a lot of couples, there's a, we live in a life of couples. So as a single person who's still looking for a mate to feel we're having to wait for the knight in shining armor or we're waiting for the romantic myth to be fulfilled. But the nice part about Tantra is that we can go alone for a while. We can go alone to a workshop, Tantra workshop, or we can practice Tantra as a spiritual journey and get in touch with ourselves, sexual prayer, Bring sexual energy up through the chakras, eye gazing, as we talked about, self-appreciation, massages, self-love. When we're in this space, we don't have a relationship. This is a great opportunity to get in touch. So when the person and the partner shows up, you have so much more to give so much more juicy energy to share because you've been practicing and you've been <laughs> training. <laughs> How exciting. Why not? When you're single, this is a great time to lay out the foundation and get clear. I've done a lot of work on this. I think I found my partner and and it's, and everything I've done has enhanced the experience together. So I've become the leader in that way but we both become the teacher for each other. Beautiful. Yes, yeah, thank you. And and um, like I was saying, the erotic nature of sexuality is it's just a spiritual because tantra is about non-duality. So um, watching a lover do a tantalizing striptease or hearing a lover say something sexy to you or being stroked seductively those are really healthy ways to open up our sexuality, which is the other side of spirituality. But I would say the spirituality comes more from that tantra place and being in tune with ourselves and in the practice of that. So that's
0: when when you were sexuality. speaking,
1: yes. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say, when you were speaking about that, it just reminded me of how, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying of, uh, you know, a, a, a guy or a woman who's recently had sex um, is more apt to attract more sex from some kind of like vibe that they're giving off. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think I have heard that. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if we're alone, might as well practice self, you know, prayer and creativity in in the sexuality you're going to put out those hormones right and put out the vibe that's great yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so
1: you, t- so you talk about creativity and i mm-hmm. want to find out you know how do you help you know how do you encourage creativity to release the self-doubt because a lot of times we're even afraid to go out and get on the websites for dating or go out there and just meet a stranger in the grocery store so you know, maybe to give us some tips on how to encourage creativity to release some of the doubt that might be deterring that relationship from sh- showing up?
2: Mm, good question. I think creativity is a great metaphor for curing our self doubt. We heard so much criticism about growing up and our creativity. And if we hear too much criticism, it will hurt our confidence. And we can't allow creativity to be hurt in that way. So I think it's important that we play the critic and let the creative space begin, whether it's writing, singing, dancing, painting, whatever it is. And in the writing, we can get so creative in our personal ads. I know that helped me tremendously when I got down and wrote all the playful things that I wanted in my life and my relationship. I was able to attract someone just as playful. So it's best that we never say we can't be creative. It's always good to tap into the energy and identify our self-talk because the successes can be our best friends. So to use that in our personal profiles is really positive. And at the same time, We could be creative person in our love and intimacy. So I look at it as creativity, using creativity as a way to be creative in love and intimacy. How can we be the most creative in a loving, intimate way? How can we be exciting to someone? How can we be really interested? How can we really look someone in the eye and allow them to be heard and I think that's really important so I think creativity think of creativity as a way to pull in someone make it a a fun experience it's turn on how can you turn on somebody you know make it a turn on for someone to be with you because that's where creativity comes so how can we be as creative as possible in our intimate setting and our intimacy with people so practicing our own creativity, our process, how we dress, uh, how, we pay, how we write, how we talk, those things can draw in our uh, potential mate and partner. So, and there is a story. Um, I love the uh, sex therapist. She's very famous in New York, and she's very global, Esther Perel. And she said in her book, Mating in Cap- Captivity, and then, her global study of what turns people on is what when people are longing and missing for their partner or watching them doing something creative or they 're working in their creativity or they 're seeing pictures of them at work, and you can 't be with them, but when you finally see them, you get so turned on because they 've been excited about their own life and their own creativity mm. so that 's another and I love that and this is a global study of people all around the world and that was the main reason why people were turned on by their mate when they missed them and they were doing something hot for themselves so I think it's a great metaphor for doing something hot for yourself in your own creativity because, because that will spark someone's interest in you
1: well, isn't that interesting because, you know, men that play the guitar always seem to get the girl. And, you know, women that are doing their own thing and they're whether it's they have their own business or they have a clothing line or whatever, it's like those are the things that are attractive to the opposite sex. So really what you're talking right. about as far as what I'm hearing is like the more that you can tap into your creativity, even if it's just, you know, your... Description of yourself on that online profile for a dating website to how Mm. you live your life, to how creative you'd like to express yourself through dress, and all the other ways that are really infinite as far as creativity is concerned, is going to help attract your mate.
2: It is. This is truth. (laughs) Coming back to truth, right? Wild truth. That is the wild truth, Angel. And So women who are exploring their businesses, their entrepreneurial path, this is the hugest turn-on in your life. And so what you're doing now to to assist women in this way is just fabulous. And, And it's a way for us to also get the love and intimacy we so deserve and so love. So keep working on ourselves and we will attract what we want.
1: And reduce that self doubt that's really keeping Mm. us from finding the love that we that we desire within a partner. Right, right. Yes, that Mm. was a huge aha moment. That was pretty (laughs) just something I've always thought. You know, I always when I talk about you know sometimes I put some silly quotes on Instagram and and I'm like you know if you're looking for a guy, start a business. Yes, (laughs) Yes <laughs> coming, that, they'll is, come right <laughs> <laughs> that is to you that is I love it yes, I love it, <laughs> so beautiful so let's before we kind of finalize our talk today, I want to find out what are the ways to find self love in your practice
2: oh yes self love it's a big component, and being lonely is not an easy place to be, and not being desired or Having attention is not easy. I know I would like to be desired. Most women do, right? And I've had many nights where I didn't think I would find someone that would be equally interested in me as I would be in them. But here's the twist. In the darkest hour, we have to have the courage to practice self-love. That is the basis of everything. And we've all heard this, and it's just a reminder That self care can be a range of things in our lives. Saying no to what's not serving us, to the people who might be negative, being gentle and speak nicely to ourselves with affirmations, trusting our intuition using goddess cards and readings and things that bring us closer to our intuition, investing in our future, Mm. working on our healthy lifestyle and eating well, uh, choosing the good and not the negative, and forgiving ourselves for maybe things that didn't work out and that we trust that we can make better choices. So we we fully love ourselves. We eliminate that self-doubt like we talked about. We start a business. We go for what we want. And this is an ongoing process. So we have to find what that is for each of us. And that's what I would do as a as a coach. Help people find out what their sensual turn on is. What's their passion in their life? What's their truth? Identify these in words and images. We can also create an image after the transformation. Many things. I think photography is a great tool to see ourselves. And when we have gratitude and we stop focusing on the negative, we can appear more playful in the moment. Peaceful, sexy, and sensual. And we know men will find that very attractive. And then we become more authentic and genuine. We don't have to be someone we're not. And people will love us who we are, not perfect beings, but who we actually are. And then we can just focus on our intuition and our beauty, our desires, our businesses, and our wild truth. I think for more of a juicy love life and the best is yet to come at any age, at any time. And self-love is the key to this experience.
1: I love it. This is so beautiful. So I want to just take a moment now to just kind of introduce us to your brand, to what it is, how you help people, um, where they can learn more about how to work with you. There's just, I mean, I feel like there's so i mean so many people out there i mean i I know the feeling of feeling alone you know before even before I was married and even when I was in relationships where I shouldn't have been in it's a lonely place to be, so I want to find out really you know who you help, how you help them, your website, and how they can learn more about what it is that you do and how you can serve them.
2: Oh, uh, thank you. I am committed to helping women and men and, but primarily women, to be in their passion and in their sensuality. I feel as if I'm a sensualist life coach, and I have a, a Facebook uh, business page. It's called Wild and Traditional, and I have some nice, a really nice offering in the files in that portal, and it's a beautiful PDF of the signature system, a taste of the signature system of the different modalities of goddesses, chakras, the Peruvian stones, and the Native American medicine, and how that blends with self-love and attracting your soulmate and the passion and the juicy tantra energy that you can have in your life. So I'm also offering a signature system of working with me for six months, and we can go on a journey together. I have also a VIP program where we'll be working one full day in a beautiful hotel, and we would have follow-up sessions after that. And also um, an introductory, introductory to me, and then we would work for six weeks, and then we would um, have some interactions and some videos and PDFs and MP3s with that. So I would invite people to, if you want to get a taste of the modalities and the wild truths in your life and get juiced up, is to go to my soon to be launched, ready to be go to go uh, jane dot website. Go to the Wild and Traditional Facebook page. And that'd be a great place to meet me, and we could talk further. I'd would be happy to. I'm doing 30 minute consultations, and we can go from there.
1: Awesome. So that was JaneMorba.com forward slash Truth. Is that where they can pick up uh, that beautiful PDF? Okay, perfect. Yes. And your Facebook group. That group is just. I love that group. And I love your logo and your banner and everything you have going on. It's just so beautiful. It represents exactly who you are and who you serve. I'm just, I'm so excited for you. This is just such a a, a, a need in our culture uh, for mm. men and women. And, you know, I love that you didn't just, you know, just help the women because there are so many men out there that truly do want to get married and, you know, have children, and even if they just want to find the right person, whether they decide to go the route of married and children, there's just so many people that are looking for that partner for life.
2: Mm, that's so true. We do need to heal both the masculine and feminine. And I'm so happy with this logo that we worked on together, and the the groundedness of the colors, everything. I'm just it's so elegant and earthy and contemporary. I'm so proud of it, and. I am so excited to launch even more offerings so people can get a taste and find healing and and really juicy yummy energy in their lives.
1: All right. If you're not living a passionate life, I think we need to get you on the call with Jane Morba because she's got <laughs> such great energy and so much wisdom. I'm proud to know you. I'm thrilled obviously to have got the chance to work with you and most importantly like you're my friend girl <laughs> uh, thank you it was such a pleasure
2: meeting you in new york when you came into town it was fantastic uh that was wonderful and with the many of more awesome ones yes many more would love to many more to
1: come on. yes awesome thank you well is there any, anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap up today
2: I have a beautiful quote here I wanted to share by Joseph Campbell, no less, and it is, follow your bliss and the universe will open doors for you where there were only walls. Mm. So everything is a possibility. So I would just be thrilled to work with people on this journey. Love
1: it. Well, I have no doubt in my mind that you'll be serving thousands and thousands of people on this quest to finding that spiritual love within themselves and with a partner. So thank you again, Shane, for being a guest speaker here at the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. I wish you so much success, and I'll catch up with you again real soon.
2: Thank you. Such a pleasure. Good night, girl. Good night. Bye.